This podcast is sponsored by Happy Warrior Kava. Be a happy warrior. Drink, relax, and enjoy the strong and smooth taste of the best-selling kava in the islands. Happy Warrior Kava. Welcome to this installment of HNN Overtime, the Hawaii News Now sports podcast, hosted by myself, Kyle Chinin, and Davis Pittner. The We're boys back, are back in studio. It has been a few weeks, actually, since it's been we've a few been... weeks. I missed you, dude. I know. I, I was, was on really quickly. How was your vacation? It was How great, was man. It? it was good. I saw some college friends. Got to go up to Vegas. Obviously, you and I have history a in Vegas through yeah. our work travels, but. That was just for fun. I got to see my boys. It was super, super good. But what's more fun is we're back in studio, back in the H&N Overtime uh, headquarters. That's right. And uh, we got another very exciting, very unique episode for you folks um, out there in the digital world, listeners, watchers, whoever. <laughs> Watching. Someone in the metaverse, yeah. you know? Yeah. No, it's super exciting. Uh, so happy you're back, first of all. Thank uh, you, man. But yeah, oh. it was super exciting episode and i wasn't there to do it you you were the one. Oh yeah i mean <laughs> it i i i set it up as a um just a regular interview for a story at um for our newscast um little two minute piece but you know it turns out there was a lot of content which you know and this is basically the reason for this show right is yep. to have a place to put all this extra stuff because in my story that's coming out or that came out, excuse me, um, it really only used maybe 5% of what I got to talk to these boys about. Yeah. Um, but, you know, why hide it? We got to talk to uh, former UH standouts Joe and Gage Worsley as well as UCLA and Punho standout Micah Ma'a. They're the hosts, the creators, uh, the everything the faces of this podcast out of system so it's a little podcast crossover um h-n-n-o-t and o-o-s yeah. um so i like it right i, I love it it, it just kind of works good. out but you know they're here in the islands um with their brand out of system to host a couple youth clinics and then a grass volleyball tournament this uh in kailua it's it, it's something that they kind of planned to do and something they wanted to do um now that their company or their brand has kind of expanded. Yeah. And I was listening a little bit of the, your interview and it was kind of just, you know, it, it was interesting to listen to them about, you know, they're just so humble. Like, yeah, I mean, they're just really humble guys. I mean, when it, it boils, like when you think about it right now, their current system, like they, I interviewed the three boys, but like they had um, three other guys with, with them that were behind the scenes. One of them being like a, their social uh, manager their social media manager and like content people so like they've grown and they only started in like 2020 so over you know over the last you know couple of years they've just expanded which was crazy to me and you know when it boils down to it they're still they still feel like they're just you know a couple boys in their in their bathroom doing a podcast right <laughs> so yeah i was gonna ask about that you know yeah, the bath. Uh, kind of. Talk, it all started in a bathtub. Yeah. So the, the is that is that right? Like, that's what, what they. Hey, that's what they said. How did that even happen? <laughs> like, uh, they they started this the this show in 2020. Joe and Gage Worsley, two uh, exceptional fan favorites at the University of Hawaii men's volleyball team. Um, they started this podcast during COVID. You know, during the meat of the lockdown, 
just as a way to, you know, just talk about volleyball and to just have fun, spend the time. And it quickly kind of just grew and grew until, till, um, you know, where they're at now. And, you know, we, we, uh, we, we have talked to them in the past. Um, we uh, uh, had a couple different segments with them um, during the Olympics. We had them kind of analyze the men's uh, volleyball and beach volleyball uh, brackets and things like that uh, during the Tokyo Games. So um, just a wealth of knowledge um, and just a couple guys, a bunch of guys that, you know, played at the highest level and continue to play at the highest level of uh, volleyball, men's volleyball. And I love that too, you know, talk about them, you know, going professional and everything and hosting these, you know, little tournaments, uh, you know, teaching the kids, you know, what they've learned obviously through the years. And, uh, you know, it's just, it, it's so cool to me. Like every time, you know, people do this, whether it's volleyball or even football, you know, I went to the Jerry Rice camp right. and oh, yeah. talk about, you know, seeing, oh, yeah. a, seeing a pro right. kind of giving back to the community. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Rice, by the way, really cool. Got a picture with him. Must be nice. Um, I did not yeah, get a picture know, with The Rock. Do you be, remember? You remember yeah, that? It's was was it wasn't really a picture. It was kind of like I had know, like a weird like over the shoulder selfie with him in the background. It's like you wanted a picture, but but I didn't you, like. I didn't have didn't get it. I didn't have the drive nor the power to to get there to ask yeah. him. But it was a great podcast. That was a fun one. Um, <laughs> anywho, but no, yeah, like they they uh, they were telling me, you know, from their time from as a kid to um, where they're at professionally as far as volleyball goes, you know, they didn't have a lot of people like them that were personalities right out on social media, on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube to give them access to volleyball, which is, you know, still a very niche sport. The professional leagues like the high level volleyball professional leagues for men are all on overseas, right? All in Europe or, or things like that. So for them to be able to give these next generation of volleyball players, this kind of access, this accessibility, it, it is really what they started out as their mission. You know, that, that was their, that was their plan to be able to, you know, be a voice or be a, um, you know, the face of this volleyball movement to get more eyes on it and, just to, you know, for people to see that this is an exciting sport and people, you know, to want to tune in and deserve and, you know, should tune into it. Yeah, and it is a growing sport. I mean, like the, the, the interview we did with Jakob and right. everything, too. Yeah. And, you know, us even going to those games over at UCLA right. and, uh, you know, it's a growing sport and it's a really exciting sport. Exactly. You know? it, it, it's it, once you see an actual like men's volleyball, men's, women's, beach, it doesn't matter. You watch mm -hmm. a volleyball game, you once you like see it and figure it out, it's exciting. Yeah. Like these like seven foot, six foot like giants of humans, right, are jumping like six feet in the air and like doing things with like a volleyball that you know it takes a lot of skill yeah. it yeah. takes a lot of, like we can barely like hold like cup i can barely hold my hydro flask you've seen how many dents are on that water bottle it's true so and the speed at which they hit the, the speed, ball exactly i mean you've i mean you learned during that turn you you kind of got hit a couple times right? i got hit i yeah. had a counter i was like on like five i think by the end of the <laughs> tournament um and then like covering uh um um here uh, at home too like you just you get hit by balls it kind of hurts um and like yeah. At UH, they have a uh, for their purposes, right? For like looking back at reviewing game footage, they have a uh, like a speedometer at the back of the court. 
So like every once in a while, I look back, and it's like an 80, 90 mile per hour <laughs> serve, and I'm like, what the heck? How it's is one human producing that much force to send that thing flying? So it's yeah. just like, it's crazy. But, you know, um, yeah, the, these boys have, you know, they, they started from humble beginnings um, just on Zoom, basically just talking to people and then putting like the whole, just the raw clip on YouTube to now they have a full, they, they vlog, they have um, more youth clinics. They've been doing clinics throughout the summer as a part of their uh, OOS summer tour. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when when the idea of a summer tour came about for these boys, um, you know, Hawaii was a no-brainer, right? Hawaii had to be on this calendar. Um, just given the history with literally every... The connections to oh, yeah, everything it's, here. It, it's crazy. Um, you have, you know, Joe Worsley. He's a all-American guy from from uh um, and then his younger brother gage he was part of the 2021 excuse me 2020 21 the covid season right that sure. national yeah, championship yeah. the one before la it was in uh, columbus ohio he was their starting libero he was their stud the personality right they're all personality yeah. you you watched um some of that they're they're all yeah. you know very unique and very fun guys and and then you know michael Mott, he's a punahou guy he, you know he's from here he's from the east side um, and just, you know, we talk about what it meant to them to bring this here and to be able to share what they learn and, and to just kind of give back to a place that means so much to them. And, you know, I think don't want to keep let's talking. Let's just take it to the end. Yeah, exactly. You know, let's, let's let them listen to it. Yeah. Um, well, I know we played all types of variations here of volleyball, and bringing grass volleyball here is something that kind of started my senior year, and we couldn't get in any gym, so we started playing grass volleyball, and everyone loved it, so actually being able to host a tournament here and getting those guys in a competitive setting is super fun, um, let alone just kind of giving back to the community because they've given so much to us, you know, they welcomed us, welcomed us with open arms here at University of Hawaii, so anything that we can do to give back, we're going to do. Yeah, and adding on to what Gage said, I think, you know, when I graduated, we talked a lot about how special this place was to our family, uh, giving us the opportunity, the university, people, the fans, uh, the program. And so for us, coming back is always really special. Everybody I tell, like, I, that I'm really close with, I tell them, you need to get um, to this place, see a volleyball match, just get to the islands, experience the culture, everything here. I think it's a really special place for us. Um, and being able to bring this thing that we've started up now the past year and a half, two years, uh, get grass, like Gage said, we've gotten into the grass all we'll see and we want to kind of get that uh, moving out to the West Coast. So that's why it's really cool for us to be able to get out here. Um, yeah, there was actually an old tournament in Lanikai, uh, a grass tournament that I remember um, watching as a kid. Um, so bringing that back, hopefully trying to do something good for the community. Um, for me, it's less about like what it means to me and and more about what what we could provide and um, an experience and maybe something that that lasts a long time that people can look forward to and really enjoy their time and and get to play some fun volleyball. So, for me, yeah, for me, it's less about I guess what it means to me and more about what we could create and what um, we can give um, to a community that that has served us all in different ways, but um, given us a lot. So. I'm excited for that and hopefully to start something. Uh, I'll start off with that. Yeah. Well, first of all, we thought to ourselves, hey, we want a tournament, but we need to call it something. We need a name. 
I want to thank Mike Amal over here for helping with the name, Luau. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's the one who kind of brought it to the forefront, and he just a big fan of it. So, Hold Joe, on. We, can Joe, I have a away. second? Can, name, can I have a second? So <laughs> they, Micah said, hey. They came to so me. Luau. They came to me, and they're like, hey, can we please, can you please name this? And I gave them about 50 names, and none of horrible. them included. All none of them man. included Luau. <laughs> but they were all, I was like, I don't want to name it a very traditional Hawaii type of name. I just want it to be the Auto System Invitational. But he, and I don't, I don't feel like we should be naming it any kind of gnarly name. And then they came back, and they, I remember, I remember where they sent me like, all right, we're calling it the Luau, and I was like, I bro, can't. you. Deep, but it's all good. It's you know, all good. Here. It is what it is. The Luau. Mike Amaha. <laughs> the Luau. It is what it is, but <laughs> it is not. It is not. Vetoed not, by Mike Amaha. It's definitely not co-signed. It's definitely not co-signed by me, but uh, it is what it is. There might be a name change in the future. Keep a, keep a lookout for that. Oh, yeah. And I'll add on just logistics in terms of, like, the event and everything. Um, for us, we are it's, – it's not just run by us. We're running with uh, a, another brand, 7 Gen Culture. And so uh, Ed Chun, Savan Leone, um, huge, uh, you know, people in the volleyball community, in the community here in Hawaii, they've been really awesome. They help secure location. Um, really kind of lay the groundwork. Like Michael was saying, they had um, several tournaments beforehand, and so really bringing in um, their connections and their ability to run an event like this is super important um, just in terms of our partnership with them. So we're running it um, together. It's this Sunday, July 17th. All divisions we have for juniors, men's, uh, women's. Uh, and it's going to be out. It's Grass Fours, and it's going to be out at KDP, Kailua District Park. Right now we're just at a point where we're trying to grow and create a community and create something that people want to be a part of, be the energy at events that we're attending or we're hosting. Um, and so for us, that's always been the most important thing is, are people enjoying what we're doing? Is it providing any type of value, entertainment, whatever that may be? And so for us, that's always been a huge target. You know, From when we were kids, we didn't have, there wasn't a whole lot of access to volleyball people or teams or just being able to watch any type of, like access any volleyball content in general. That wasn't a thing. And so, you know, nowadays kids can go, and I tell them all the time, we run clinics um, throughout the country, and I tell kids all the time, you have access to anything you can possibly want. So use that as a resource. It's a huge development. That's why you see NBA, M MLB, NFL, um, you know, kind of prospects coming up, and they already know a lot of this stuff because they're watching it on TV every single night. So for us, that's like where Out of System started from, and giving them access, giving them a little bit of, um, you know, whether it's information or it's just, entertainment like both ways for us we, we want to be a value in both ways and so that's that's that was truly the root of where out of system started from and where it continues to go we don't want that to change at all um as it continues to move forward i'll just give a quick answer because i know that was a lot but um uh for me i haven't had the i made it moment um i think part of the volleyball community that i love is that um, no one thinks they're too big uh, because it's volleyball at the end of the day, men's volleyball at the end of the day, and uh, we're not LeBron James and we're not the NBA. And so um, what big looks like in the volleyball world in the grand scheme of things is not very big. And um, it's important for us to remember that. Uh, and it's, it's nice that Hawaii shares that same kind of um, value system. And so I think with being raised here and then also with being a volleyball athlete, it's pretty easy to keep your ego in check because at the end of the day men's volleyball is not very important so 
I don't know if we'll ever have that moment. Um, That'd be cool, though. But it would be awesome. And at the same time, it's not something that I'm, like, uh, looking to achieve in a sense. It's more just about, like they said, kind of the journey um, and enjoying our time with, with the community especially. So. Yeah, I actually thought about that on the way over here, on the flight over here. Because, you know, it's long. You have time to think. Right. Um, yeah, there is kind of that. But at the same time, there's places like none other where, like, a dry, we had a drive-by parade. And that took, what, two, three hours? And then we had another parade where we were in trolleys. Mm-hmm. And that took another two, three hours, you know? And the fans will find any way, and the community will find any way to support you as much as they can. I remember we were having a, you know how everyone gets the delay ceremony after the senior night. Um, unfortunately, my parents or no one else could be there at the San Sheriff. But um, you could drop off lays. And I remember it was like family only, but apparently there were a crazy amount of people that tried to do it, but unfortunately they were turned away because COVID and whatnot. Um, but just any way they can, they can support. So, because, yeah, because I was thinking about it, I was like, the last time I was here was, everything was kind of from a distance, you know, with the community and everything, right? I spent like two weeks here afterwards, just kind of vibing with my friends, but not really with the community, you know? So just kind of being here and just kind of seeing some norm, norm, normality, normality, normalcy. normalcy. Thank you. Um, with the volleyball community, it's going to be something that I haven't experienced in over a year. So I'm excited for it. You know, love talking to those guys. It, it, it was so much fun. Um, and, and yeah, I, I, learned, I, I, I figured it out pretty quickly that I'm like, this is not just a regular news story. This needs to be no. here on our show. And I'm and, and, and just so grateful for the yeah. stuff that they gave and you did such a great you did such a great job for that interview and I mean, especially yeah. i mean 40 minutes long Pro- 40 minutes Pro- props to you kyle that, for, that I was, was able awesome to, i was able to keep a conversation with three guys yeah. for 40 minutes i'm i i i'll pat myself on the back because yeah. like i had to f- really figure that one out so thanks no. for bearing with me again well guys done. and i liked it but kyle um, i mean why are we always talking about food? It seems <laughs> like, to be, you know, this is a sports, this is, this is a sports show, but it <laughs> seems that the fact that it's hosted by two former offensive linemen, it just seems to come up in every conversation that we have, basically, well, on this show, and this is no exception because, you know, I had to bring it up. They had just flown in. They haven't. Yep. A couple of them haven't been there in a while. Haven't been here in the islands in a while, and you know, food. What oh was their God. go-to foods when they no, get here? I couldn't here. believe that. Yeah, I've made a list. You know, we got Kahlua Pig. Obvious. Eggs Benedict. Yes. Chicken Katsu. Sweet bread. Fried rice. The sweet bread like, um, French toast. I'm not a French toast dude, guy. When he said that, I was like, those are really good. That is really dude, good. listening to them talking about that was making me hungry. Exactly. <laughs> I was listening to this at lunchtime like, Wow, you know, this yeah. sounds really good. <laughs> and I, and I was I like and I was it. saying like in my head after the fact during the interview I was like, "Oh, maybe I shouldn't have asked them that because they had just hopped off of a plane, right? They yeah, yeah. spent the entire day traveling. I'm sure they're starving. I'm always, you know, I always need something. I mean, like when we travel, we always, first stop, yeah. we always got to yeah. get food. What was a uh, <laughs> What was our first stop when we got to LA Davis after the airport? What was it? In, in and, and out. out? In and out. It was in and out, right? We went straight yeah. to an in. We didn't even get to our to our place of residence to f- you know make sure that it was there yeah. and we had the keys and everything. But like, I think we started with in and out and ended on in and out. 
We might have had another in and out night because I know we yeah. we wanted to go back. I know we had Chick-fil-A twice. We had a lot of burritos. Anywho, let's go back We're to the food. We're still talking <laughs> about food. <laughs> we need what? to go back to the food <laughs> at hand. But no, yes, they, they were talking about, you know, their the love of the, the local food. And, you know, obviously Micah Ma'a, he, uh, he's from here. So mm-hmm. he, he was a little different. He had, you know, a couple kind of more either like homemade stuff or like yeah. stuff on the east side. Um, and then, you know, I asked him about, you know, the different places that they want to get to. And like, like I said, Micah, he, he was going to spend more time with family because he haven't seen them in a long time. But like for the boys, you know, the obvious they want to go out to the west side, to Yolks, to yeah. to the North Shore, um, Waimea, and then you know out here, kind of closer to town side. You know, just a lot of beaches, a lot of hikes. They 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 said you know they're gonna be busy with the clinic, but they you know obviously they have to make time to to you know explore and eat, obviously, which I guess is kind of become the second part of this show. It's like. You know, we might as well have Guy on at one point. Yeah, I know, right? Just we talk should. about talking about <laughs> surfing and boxing and then food. Just oh have God. a mini cheat. And pigeon too. We and did, pigeon. We did this with Yakub. Right. What's up right. With, is there something with volleyball players in pigeon? Like that was are they all stalking pigeon? <laughs> that was an interesting and unexpected oh turn God, to that conversation. I was not expecting that. I did not expect Gage <laughs> to go off like that. So I asked them about, you know, or I, I just kind of brought up the fact that we had ta- talked to Yakub um tele on our podcast a couple episodes ago and gage worsley kind of just goes off on a little bit of a tangent is the best thing ever talking about how you know these guys coming from overseas just immediately immediately latch on to pigeon and it's really funny and you know it just really shows the just the character and the the personalities on this show which is you know obviously why they're successful i think in my opinion is this show just they they just showcase their true selves and their personalities and it's just hilarious it's funny it's fun and yeah you know he he called out he called out a a couple like uh players by name he did yeah um and that was that was so funny it it was i love that bit of the interview i you know every single time it's interesting to ask these people about you know their food and I don't I mean, know. You have, Just, to. <laughs> you have to, right? You have to, you have to have ask to. them. Anyone coming over here, you have to ask them about the food. I mean, that's so what like, makes Hawaii special. As a, <laughs> as a message to future guests of our show... Be ready with your food picks. Apparently, we <laughs> like to ask about that. So just be prepared. That's what I'm talking about. I mean... They have to be ready. At one point, we're just going to be in here not even talking about anything, just eating lunch. Yeah. And just recording it. Might as well. <laughs> I, right? I don't. Aren't those like a? That's like a thing on like YouTube. I see like people just film themselves eating. Yeah. But without further <laughs> ado, let's just let's just you know let the boys talk. Let them yep. lis- let, let let the viewers and the listeners listen to uh, what they uh, had to say. How much time we got? <laughs> um. No, no, no. Right, I'll name. This is Gage has been talking about this the entire day. By the, the, top three? the entire flight, he's been talking should about. Should we go top three? Top three. Yeah. All right. Kalua pigs, eggs Benedict. Um. Uh, and then second, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I feel like it's chicken cops is pretty obvious, but it's got to be that. I'll be more specific. I'm gonna have two shoutouts here. The sliders from place to eat, <laughs> known by a different name by other people, and third was one plus one orange chicken, thirteen dollars. It's the heaviest thing you've ever faced in your life. Even I struggle with it, but I get it done. Joey? For me, I 
I know our experience, we always talk about our experiences and Micah's experience are totally different in terms of like the food. Like we ate obviously a lot around campus. We spent a lot of time you know, on the east side and stuff, but a lot of the places that we're familiar with are around campus. Um, for me, it was always the breakfast foods that stand out the most to me. Um, sweet bread French toast for me is really hard to beat any, all the places. And so there's some uh, really good spots for that uh, that I would definitely hit up. There's ton huge fan of Side Street Inn, Uncle Bo's, Poo Poo's Uncle Bo's, pork chops. Side Street Inn, the pork chops, the fried rice, all that stuff is freaking oh no. hungry. So, yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> There's a lot of food. If I could sit here all day and go. Spam, but, yeah, All Spam that stuff would rice. be on the list, but definitely the breakfast places are go to. Um, For me, it's on the east side in Kanohe, uh, Kinwa. It's a smaller Chinese restaurant that my family's gone to since I was a baby. My dad went to. Um, and so that's the that's my favorite restaurant in the world. Uh, I miss it all the time when I'm gone, so that's a spot. And it's a walking distance now from where we're staying, so I'll be there a lot. Zippies. Um, Zippies, Rainbow driving, you know. <laughs> He's still trying to get him in. I'm glad you did touch on that asterisk on the on the championship. Oh. It, was a, oh. it was a bubble championship. It's a little, bubble. Nah, 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 I'm just kidding. I'm not I've never, I've I'm never not given you that. I've never given you that. I was just nah, kidding. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, well, apparently, the, here's the thing about when Europeans come to Hawaii. All of a sudden, they become, they speak more pidgin than the local guys, or try to, I should say. Uh-huh. And it comes out in this weird dialect of European, <laughs> Hawaiian, pidgin. They sound like, I don't know, they sound like absurd idiots. Don't get me wrong. That's what they sound like. Don't get me wrong. And But they go, and they don't stop. And everyone's just like, look at them. But... They're, luckily, they're smart enough to do it in the right areas where it's right. not, if they say it to the wrong, well, most of, the, most of the time they've done it in smart areas. I will say uh, something that stood out to me was when Philip Humler, is that oh. it? Yeah. Well, no, something that I realized was that he was like, I learned English here. And so I never realized, like, you guys have spoken English your whole life. So when you come here, it's like, you already know how to speak. But him, for him, he learned how to speak English dude, in dude, this you, environment, dude, what you, which is, in, is something that I didn't ever realize that, that Europeans dealt with coming here. And so obviously his English is going to reflect where he learned right. English at. So dude. that was he, he gets the nod from me for like, OK, I get it. You can no. you can try and pull some of that stuff a little bit yeah. more than the guys that, that are yeah. from New York or yeah. from somewhere that yeah. they you had a chance to learn English, speak your own English. I will, we'll uh, say. But Philip Humler. Yeah. If you learn English here, and I've been in Europe, and so I also, like, have been the tourist before as well now, and I'm like, I just, I'm trying my best. Yeah. And if you want me to try and speak Polish, and I'm in Poland, like, and I learned <laughs> Polish from you, like, <laughs> it's going to sound like the person I learned it from. So that's the, that's the one, one guy, and the one guy and the one people that I'm going to give a nod. All right, the thing about Philip also when he came here, I will give him that. Like, he's out, when he speaks more, I guess. Pigeon. He's more fluid. Like when he first came here, he sounded like, "You don't play ball with me." Like he couldn't even like <laughs> yeah. speak English. Like you, get uh, I have a uh, pork chop or something. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he barely spoke English. Yeah. But then he's now a lot more smooth. Uh, his face is just like this all the time too. <laughs> but now he's a lot more calm. Um, yeah, they're they're characters, man. To say the least. Um, I think mine and Joe's will be different than Micah because local family and everything. Uh, besides food. Uh, we were talking about playing Baby Court. We'll release that on YouTube, another Baby Court video. <laughs> um, um, and then probably definitely Mox, sun, Sunrise Sesh. We're going to go 
to the Mokes for sure, because we have all the people here that haven't been here. Some of our boys out here. Shout out to our boys. <laughs> um, and just places like that where go west side for go. sure. I yeah. love the west side. Um, the beaches out there. Um, That's where Joe belongs. Yeah, like Yokohama and stuff like that. Just I, it's super peaceful always. I enjoy being out there. And then North Shore. I know a lot of like Gage Gage people here who haven't been here before. So going up North Shore. Are we? Um, Waimea Bay. Places places like that. Just kind of like giving them kind of low down um, on that stuff. So. For us, yeah, we'll be bouncing around when we can, but we'll be, yeah, it'll be busy whether we're like seeing stuff or we're busy with events. And so we definitely want to not be sitting around too much. I can go back to where I crashed my moped. That'd be sick. <laughs> yeah, don't tell, we didn't tell Charlie right. that until after. That's true. <laughs> yeah, for me, like they said, it's a little different. Um, just family time. Uh, rarely getting time at home. So the last few times I've been home, I haven't even, like, there was two times I was home and I didn't even get to jump in the water. It was just a lot of family time, um, trying to catch up and and um, see them. So yeah, for me, it's less about the places, uh, more about the people, and just seeing my family and friends and connecting with them. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, that was Out of System. What a great podcast episode, Kyle. What a Kyle. great bunch a of great guys. group of guys. And not even the guy, you know, the, the three guys that were talking, you know, a lot of the, the guys that were sitting behind me, they're yep. great too, yep. super nice. And I appreciate them taking the time, coming straight off an airplane to come talk to me um, in studio. It was a great time. And, it seemed you know, like it. I wish them nothing but the best. Obviously, you know they're 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 on the rise and they're only gonna keep getting bigger. It's been it was super it's been super cool. It seems super cool. And yeah. uh, you know another great great episode. And I also want to just give a shout out to you all, uh, all the listeners and viewers of this podcast. Yes. You know this is something that Kyle and I are still growing, right. uh, still working on grinding. Uh, and we just appreciate you guys for thank taking you. the time. Thank and, you, thank you, thank you. Uh, listening, listening to Kyle and I ramble about random topics about and food. Food, majority you of know, it is food. Majority about it, it, barely do we talk about sports. It's more or less food. But Pretty much. No, yeah. My, <laughs> I share the same sentiment as you, my friend. You guys have been amazing, and you know we were still pretty grassroots. I guess you know, we started this yep. as just an idea. Um, just been working at it. Um, like the rock says, you know, it's about drive. It's about <laughs> oh my power, you know? So it's just, you know, I just want to say, yeah, it's been yeah. cool. That's right. Thank you so much for listening or watching this episode of H and N overtime to listen to any of our other episodes. You can hit the Spotify, Apple podcast, or wherever else you get the rest of our Hawaiian news now podcast. And be sure to check us out on YouTube. Aloha. Ha, ha, ha.